Welcome to Tiny Town Library. Thanks for joining us. We're coming to you straight out of the library with town news, community updates, book recommendations, and an interview with a local person of interest. My name is Bonnie. I'm the director of the Daylin Memorial Library, and today is our holiday edition. Woo! Do you have bells um, Of the podcast, and with me today with a fabulous Santa hat. You like it? With the addition of a poinsettia felt, of course, fascinator, <laughs> and green ornaments um, mm-hmm. for earrings. Yes. Miss Joanne. Oh, hello. Welcome. This whole thing. This whole thing. Thanks for coming in early. Thanks. I know you have a late night tonight, but um, mm-hmm. we're trying to get the podcast in during the daytime and I love catch the podcast. capture the holidays. We have candy and cookies and flowers on the table mm, very festive mm-hmm. very festive in here and um also with us today of course amy wyman our interlibrary loan specialist happy holidays and if you could see her <laughs> i got my snowflakes on oh those are something um she's been hanging on to those for 365 <laughs> days she got Christmas those clearance at michael's last year <laughs> those are they practically real. gave them to me those are really something. um i do like to do that <laughs> yeah. right after the holidays mm-hmm. go run and scavenge for 90 percent off stuff that you don't really need i but will never have to buy votive candles again for the rest of my where'd life. you get really? those michael's last year on clip clearance oh, good hint yeah um, mm-hmm. Michael's had the weird episode last year where the Halloween stuff came at Christmas, at Christmas yeah. and we scored some 90% off Halloween um, in January. Yeah. So yeah. get out there, people. Strange get those clearance. You know what I'm out of completely? Ribbon. Tags and ribbon. <gasps> and I had hordes of ribbon. it. I think I'm I might out. be a ribbon abuser. Maybe. I try to reuse it afterwards mm-hmm. or wrap it up mm-hmm. and spool. Yep. I have so a box nice. that all goes in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where is it all? Where mm-hmm. is it all? That's a good question. Um, well, we're there's only two days left, so <sighs> I know. Sorry to bring it up. Okay. Um, I mean, do you count? I count Christmas Eve as Christmas. So, like, oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm hosting some family yep. members, so if it's not done by then, right? It's Wednesday. It's lost. If you have not gotten everything done by Friday, well, and it's gonna be some kind of storm. Mm-hmm. It's messy, messy. I saw Leigh Breckenridge at the post office just like 20 minutes ago. She's like, "It is what it is." <laughs> yep. <laughs> she was very like, "I'm like, can you have that attitude?" Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was very positive, yeah. and she what goes, else are you gonna do?" Right. They're right. gonna get it when they get it. Yep. So there you Down go. That is beautiful. All right, this is the holiday edition, and so much has been happening in town uh, in the past month. So I just want to do a quick recap of all the fun that we had in town okay, and thank see. some people. It's a, it's also the season of gratitude. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to open and tell you that it was the season of giving for the Mont Vernon Library Charitable Foundation. They kind of put that out there after naming rights. November got kicked off, and December mm-hmm. was kind of, you know, reaching out to donors and saying, hey, it's end of year, are you interested in help us push that thermometer up? And they were. So the naming rights that are available for the new library that went this past month, we had a very generous donor, $175,000 to the project for the children's room Mm -hmm. and the reading. Amazing. I was so happy. Incredibly generous and um, just an outstanding contribution at the perfect time. So right before the end of the year and just know that your space is taken care of, Joanne. Thank you. Anything you want in the room, glitter galore. <laughs> just like put it right into the floor. So yes. And then following up, mm-hmm. we had another donation. Mm-hmm. And I think that person also wanted the reading nook, yes. but it was scooped up. Little yeah. did they know, because uh, we hadn't made the announcement yet. So they quickly changed gears and our next donor 
uh, did the vestibule, which is the mm-hmm. entrance to the library, which I think is an, spot, it I is think. a choice spot. You, mm-hmm. You're not getting in that building unless you pull that door um, mm-hmm. to the vestibule and mm-hmm. they can know that that was their donation. Yeah. So super exciting. So that means the front porch has been named, the fireplace has been named, the children's room and the children's reading nook and the vestibule. So there's quite a few opportunities still left if you're listening to this podcast. And the and, checkout desk, too, right? Oh, yes. The Friends mm-hmm. of the Library have, have named the checkout desk as um, their contribution. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's very exciting. And Pete and Jane King, who um, donated the porch, uh, came on December 1st, and they pushed up the thermometer outside $415,000. And what that represents is all the donations from August to December, mm-hmm. plus the NEH grant match, right. so the National Endowment for the Humanities um, Building Challenge grant is still encouraging us, keep raising money, we'll keep matching 25%. It was a big push. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a big push, so that's super exciting. So that's a really good news from the foundation, and of course they're accepting all donations um, until the end of the year, and uh, that will really help the trustees here's here's some tea Mm -hmm. the trustees uh, are waiting for the bids to come back for the new library project and if they are within range then they're going to go ahead and write that warrant article so every donation you make from now until town meeting just reduces that ask and it's just absolutely yeah so if you're even thinking about being part of that library project and you want to see your name on the wall the time is now Mm -hmm. and that's what it says right at the top of the thermometer the time is now don't wait till after town meeting right i mean you could you could you could but Uh, but be brave be brave put your money where your mouth is you want that new library you want to make a year-end donation it's tax deductible Mm -hmm. this is the time so Mm -hmm. super exciting so that's the good news from the foundation um i know the board is just absolutely thrilled and so grateful to for the support because this is the time um that they really really need it and then we have had a really fun month. The library was invited to a couple of events, <laughs> and uh, you did an outstanding job at the PTA Winter Wonderland oh, event. Do you want to talk about what you did over there? <laughs> um, sure. I we we love to work with the PTA and the school at the Mount Vernon Village School, and they invited us again to come to their holiday event. And this year it was called Winter Wonderland. Uh, the weather turned frightful. Was going to be in and out, and they made a good call mm-hmm. uh, to put it all inside. Yes. Right, so it was supposed to be this outdoor event, mm-hmm. light show. Right, and the library has a display that we we use um, for letters to Santa. Uh, so we all moved inside, and my friend Mrs. Claus was going to come and. She had a little accident. Uh-oh. And so... Um, Tripped on cookies? <laughs> <laughs> you might say she fell off a turnip truck. <laughs> and uh, she's all right. But um, do I say what happened? Sure. Kids don't listen to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you listen, plug your children's ears if they're listening. <laughs> so um, I called 911 to Amy. I said, Amy, 911, Mrs. Claus has fallen and she can't get off. Because your husband was Santa Claus. Was Santa. (gasps) What a perfect match. And for any, if there are any children listening, you should know, you should read one of my favorite holiday stories called The The Bird and Santa's Beard, which explains why sometimes Santa, and it turns out Mrs. Claus, Mm -hmm. needs a little help sometimes to spread the magic of Christmas. So that was fun. Um, How was it being Mrs. Claus? It was really fun. One of the, so I was seated right there outside of the room where Joanne had her beautiful magical story time set up, Mm -hmm. and I was one of the first sort of 
figures that that children saw when they walked in the like door. Like a greeter? Yeah, um, mm-hmm. sort of. Just, you know, sitting and saying happy holidays and telling people about the story time that was going to be happening. And one of the first little family group that came in, you know, the mom kind of saw me and motioned to her children and said, oh, look, it's Mrs. Claus. And the little girl's face just lit up. And in my mm-hmm. mind, I went, oh, yeah. I They're here to see me, too. <laughs> I'm a whole adult. I'm but if I see a Mrs. Claus or a Santa, yeah. I'm a child instantly. Of course. And my husband's like, Seriously, and I'm just yes. like, hi, Santa. Yes, hi. it was that. Hi. It was entirely that. Mm-hmm. So it was really yeah. fun to kind of to see people excited mm-hmm. and to, to you know my kids are all older now and to see people having that magic of the holidays and having me be part of that that um, magic. Your wig was very good. Your Thank makeup, you. the whole look, it was very Thank believable you. that you were Mrs. Claus. Yeah, and for yep. a last minute nine one one, excellent. That was that's what you get when you keep a yeah, costume. I, I hope you get an Oscar or a Tony. <laughs> or, <laughs> what I, I is had, it when you get all of them? Oh, that's the EGOT. The EGOT. Emmy, Grammy, Tony. Did Oscar. you sing? No. Yeah, you no can't singing. get. Oh, darn. Sorry. Next year. Next that's year. That's okay. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, that event was. Um, well attended too, tons very of very much, and so. it kind of yes. gave the feeling of like kicking off the season. It did, yeah. So because yes. like yeah. you know, you've just come off Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then you walk into what was a winter wonderland inside. And yes. rumor has it they may never do it outside again. Um, they say that now, but uh, yeah. they decorated the hallways instead it of was magical. It really looked yeah. beautiful. Yep. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm so happy that during the dark COVID times they were able to pivot. And go from breakfast with Santa, which you know has been an event for a long time, yep. to say, okay, well, what can we do? Mm-hmm. And they did it. They did something, and they then they modified it as things opened up more. And then this year, they had big plans, and then they said, whoops, there's weather, and they modified it again, and yep. they just rolled with it. And I feel like it was really, really well received. Like people were happy to be indoors and mm-hmm. happy to have crafts and happy to be I saw a lot of ambitious mothers we were there Friday night and Saturday mm-hmm. and Sunday it and it was cheerful. all different mm-hmm. mothers at different times like who was available Friday night who was available Saturday who was available yep. Sunday mm-hmm. and um, they had about a 50 foot fake tree on the stage it was amazing <laughs> it was beautiful yeah I was like first of all where do you get a tree that size second of all who's got a ladder to get to the top yeah. you know it was kind of crazy but so good job PTA yes. um uh, a great kickoff event, and of course, mm-hmm. hopefully, they'll keep doing it over and over. Oh, I wanted to say one thing. What? We, we churned, and did you, I, I stepped away for a minute to check out a book, but we churned the um, NPR table closet. <laughs> I know. Yes. I know. Kara, magical... the president, thought you were nuts when you asked for that space. But it was the it coziest, was most darling <laughs> room transformed. Tom, the um, principal, when he heard I wanted to do it, all he said was this. That's a great closet. <laughs> <laughs> He's so positive. Before it was even done. So that was really fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought one of the brilliant things that you did was use the wrapping paper for the wallpaper. The wallpaper. Yes. We got this crazy really good. wrapping paper this year that was practically vinyl. Yeah. Like it could not be ripped. And yeah. it had Santa faces all over it and polka dots. Yeah. Who, it was who loves polka dots? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> but that started it because it was kind of like, okay, it's not this awful room anymore. Mm-hmm. And then the fireplace and the lights and your magic and the rugs. And um, for chairs. story time, so you couldn't have story time though out in the middle of the no. MPR. Well, Too much were, distraction. They were thinking of putting me way down in the Too library. Far. I didn't want to be so yeah. far away. So yeah. it was really fun. It was magical. So mm-hmm. good job with your your efforts and like when we're shoving more stuff into the car more stuff i was like do we have enough 
It's never enough. It's never enough. So, And also because it's the beginning of the season, we are very high energy. Right now, not feeling high energy, mm. feeling tired, what? having our breaking moments, yeah, but tired. moving on. Uh, mm-hmm. So following um, the PTA, uh, the town lit the tree mm-hmm. and it lit. That's the most important thing, yeah. right? Like yeah. you're always wondering, um, are all those light sets connected all the way to the tippy tippy top? But mm-hmm. Earl Rich came in and with he borrowed pliers and an extension cord and he goes, I'm going over to check the lights. And he came back and he said, it lit. I'm like, good. <laughs> yeah. so, but he turns it on for a hot second so nobody sees it. Right. Yes. Well, and the new lights, the LED lights, it's hard to say if they're on in the daytime. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can never see them out. Mm-hmm. The magic of the new things. That tree's getting pretty tall, too. Yeah, I think it's time for a new tree. I think it it's is getting time pretty too. dying. Yeah, it's, it's starting to get <laughs> to a little, little lackluster. At night yeah. in the dark, fine. During the right. day, you're like, hmm. Oh, getting... those b- bottom branches are. <laughs> yes, those are gone. Speaking of looking tired. Right, yeah. looking it's tired. Time, a it's time tired. for a new tree. Um, maybe it's time to find a grant for um, a new tree. A new yeah, mm. I think it's good. They're very expensive, so. Mm. Um, I know. Right. Sometimes you have to. Just do it. You gotta just do it. It exactly. would be sad to not have a tree. Oh no, you gotta have a tree. Do light, you know. Exactly. You can't have a tree lighting if there's no tree. True, true, true. <laughs> right. uh, anyway. Jess Pomeroy was the celebrity tree lighter. Yes. If you Hooray. don't know what we're talking about, um, every year someone is either chosen or nominated, and it's an honor mm-hmm. uh, to crawl under mm-hmm. <laughs> the right, tree. Right. I don't think they have to crawl under anymore. <laughs> what do you have to do? I think it's sort of like. A magical moment where oh, there's just a light to, switch, yeah, right? Yeah, there's a switch. Now. Yeah, unlike back in the day when we, we were like, have, you have to have hobo extension cords. Uh, so Jess Pomeroy is the uh, chair of Garden and Beautification, mm-hmm. which had a particularly spectacular year this mm-hmm. year because Jess added a garden in front of the police station and um, tended to you know multiple gardens, and she has a small committee. So kudos to Jess and. Good luck with those new gardens. Hope they come back after winter. I'm sure they will. They It'll will, be of course. Uh-huh. She's also uh, on Lampson Farm Commission. She's a big person out there. So, Is she? yeah. Well, that's what I read. So, oh. I'm hoping that that's true. <laughs> All right, moving on. We had a super fun town employee Christmas lunch this it's year. Very nice. It was mm. very nice. Um, all town employees are invited to gather for a potluck. And we got lucky this year. Hall. All the food was good. good. Yeah. The food was good. Yeah, Not that it's bad, but, you know, no. it's potluck. It was really good. So mm-hmm. thank you, Joan. And Becky. And Becky. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you very much. They decorated lovely. And then we had a game this year. I was happy to have a game. Yeah. That was fun. I think there should be more games. I like, think, you know what? I thought I think it was a perfect introduction to the idea mm-hmm. of forcing your employees to do a game. <laughs> because it was more of a party favorite. Yes, I felt like it was a party favorite. It wasn't anything scary, but some mm-hmm. of those big boys were, I think, afraid to do a game. So I know. you had to step up and start first. So thanks for being brave, Bob. Um, yeah. I yeah, was handsomely good. rewarded for going over Don't and flipping get? my solo cup over first because mm-hmm. I got two little nips. Well, so winner, winner, chicken dinner. As soon as you did that, they got right up and they wanted to play the game. <laughs> and there were what? Lottery tickets? Mm-hmm. And chocolate? Candy? Uh, gift certificates to the general, to the general store. store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would have liked yep, that. Stuff. I got nips too. What'd you get, Amy? Chocolate, lint, lint, the the truffles, the lint. And no tax dollars were yeah. used for that. That all came from the selectmen. Thank I heard. you, selectmen. So thank you to the yep. select board. That's like a Christmas bonus that you didn't. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, the town is very merry, and there was a storm coming in. So DPW um, was just getting ready. Whether oh, it was going to be funny. rain or snow, rain I or said snow. rain or snow, and they all in, in chorus said rain. rain. And like, really? 
your yeah. manifesting rain, but mm-hmm. surprise. But snow, surprise, snow, it was snow, snow, snow. And did they cancel yeah. school? No. Bad call, Mr. Superintendent. Did my kids stay home? Yes. Oh, Good decision, did. Mom. I Good decision. My husband yeah. drove my Sorry. son into school. I know, I told I you. Did. I canceled my program. I was supposed to do Friday afternoon, and I waited Smart. until Monday. Good decision. Good Thanks. decision. Yeah. Um, we also... we. Speaking of school, mm-hmm. uh, we did a lap yesterday. They had a contest. This is so tiny town, right? Yeah. Um, so we have a small little village elementary school with two classes per grade, and there was a contest, a bulletin board contest, mm-hmm. holiday bulletin board contest, and the theme was three words for the season. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. They could only use three words, so it was like merry and bright, let it snow. So we got to go over and be judgy. We're very good at that. The kindergarten said nose so bright. That was cute. Oh, nose so bright. And they all did little reindeer portraits. Mm-hmm. And they were so cute. cute. I said to Tom, you should auction all this off. Like, have a have a children's art auction, mm-hmm. right? I would have bid. Um, so we went around and did that yesterday. Who would you pick for the winner? Who did I pick for the winner? Who did I pick? I loved Kim Ties. Kim Tai yeah, was so sick yesterday. Mm-hmm. She couldn't even speak. So yep. I'll give her points for that. But her bulletin board, every child made a snowman out of um, snow, like you know how you make a snowflake? Mm-hmm. And yeah. the snowflake was the body. And then she Shoot. took a picture of every child laying down with their hands in front of them, cut it out, and put it on a popsicle sled. Mm-hmm. There was oh, sleds. I saw a and picture of those. those there were really cotton balls and snowballs, and so the kids were throwing them or maybe Super they were cute. Doing her board was, was very cute. extra all of them were good but you could see a little extra effort they were all very good it was hard it was hard pick. to pick yeah. something creative on each one of them but they mm-hmm. made us they made us pick our top five so mm-hmm. we'll see who the I winner who is I don't, I, don't, I don't know we don't know who the other judges were i think they ask all kind of town right Mm-hmm. And um, there was good spirit in the hallways because they're getting, you know, this last week is tough. Yeah, and the yeah. teachers and so many kids were sick. I was yep. holding my breath. <laughs> 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 holding my breath. I'm like, I've already been sick, right? So I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, so kudos to the staff. Um, it's been a challenging year and they're doing it. So let's get them to the end of the week and then it's over, right? When's yes. school out? Tomorrow. Tomorrow's Tomorrow's last Tomorrow, Thursday's the last day. Yeah. Last day. No school Friday. our last day. On Friday, we yes. have more. That's well, okay. unless there's a blizzard, and then your boss is going to close the building. <laughs> I hope it's right. a blizzard. No I would really like some snow instead I of rain. I would love a blizzard please. on Friday. It would be Just good. Snow, please. I know. Um, you did a great job with winter programming. Thank you for holiday um, for the adults. I have to say, the cookie swap. Oh, shocking! That was really fun. like twenty bakers great. here, yeah. and so we're always going to do that. I thought it was a, again, it was really early in the season, so Perfect. people still had energy. It was the most fun yep. um, cookie swap I've ever been to. It's usually wow. it's usually disappointing. Hmm. You'll go and they'll, they'll be like somebody made something really tiny and awful, mm-hmm. or you know, yeah. It was just very festive and. Hmm. Um, Beautiful. We well, I think my cookbook cookies. club members are real cooks, mm-hmm. so that was a bonus, right? You didn't mm-hmm. you didn't force anybody. They love to cook, and then um, good plattering. Everybody, yep. you know, walked away with kind of the same thing. And we had extra, so we dropped off at DPW and the police early, mm-hmm. so that like they're probably getting a lot of stuff this week. But right. that but first then, week, it was mm-hmm. probably really fresh. Yeah, we kicked fresh off to get something new. That's tried right. to fatten them up early. So <laughs> um, that was my best program. How about you? What'd you do? Um. Well, let's see. I just have all my book clubs and my kindergarten week. Your dollhouse? Doll Spectacular. House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the mouse house will only be up for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Right. Come see it. I wrote December 30th because we're mm-hmm. closed Christmas Eve yep. and Christmas Day, and we're closed New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So if you want to get in and see this amazing dollhouse, 
Um, it's kind of fun too. Like if your kids are driving you crazy, get them in the car, drive to the library. Mm-hmm. They can play I Spy. I saw Chris Dina. Yeah. Chris. Chris Goodrich. Oh, Chris Goodrich. Came in today. Sorry, we have got two board members who uh-huh. are named Chris and Christine. Chris Goodrich came in today and I thanked her for posting the picture of her son mm-hmm. looking and she's like, he loved it because he loves Legos. He loves Minecraft. And if you look at this, it's little boxes with yeah. a lot of detail. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it is kind of Minecrafty. I never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that your book clubs were enchanted by it also. The book clubs love it. And I especially love um, the boys that love it. Mm-hmm. The girls love it. But the boys love it, and um, I, I particularly enjoy this calm way to mm-hmm. be creative that mm-hmm. I don't know that boys often get permission to do something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the I Spy is so much fun that will keep anybody engaged for such a long time. How many items? There's like 50 I Spy at least. I don't even know. But... And it's the tiniest thing. I noticed, um, you know, my favorite is the goldfish up in the... <laughs> Uh-huh. But there's two goldfish bowls up there. I'm like, uh-huh. what the heck? Yeah. So even though I think I know everything in there, I don't. No, right. you have to look for um, it. We have a new this year is a tiny alarm clock mm-hmm. and a um, baby grand p- piano. Mm-hmm. Oh, a and piano. That's a huge a piano upgrade. In there. There's a lady. There's a mouse lady in there playing the piano. She's got two, too. That's crazy. I know. There's only actually a family of four mice that's it? live in the house, but they have a lot of parties um they're getting a lot of presents amazon (laughs) has delivered many times to their front door (laughs) i know it so So, i love that and then um thank you to the imralikas who donated that years ago Uh, i think they're happy when they see it oh yeah because it's getting a lot of love so much love it's getting a lot of love and i did a few upgrades to it this year it has um new flooring in the kitchen and bathroom Mm -hmm. and new do you get a home equity loan (laughs) Kind of the friends of the library, right? Exactly, and new lighting. So um, it's it's super fun. I love it. And then um, I, we, I just did a program with the help of your daughter Grace and you. We did uh, gingerbread house oh, making that was with fun. our crafter news. There was so much candy here. Yeah. So I saw other libraries doing it, and they did like the gingerbread houses, and like that's fun. But I think a full size, um, you know, like a graham crackers. I'm sorry. Eh. Yeah, that <laughs> that's gonna okay. fall apart. It definitely falls apart, and mm-hmm. like it's little, and they're done in five minutes. But a big house. So I love I love this afternoon because it's one adult and one of their children. Okay. Um, and sometimes it's a grandma, and we have this one grandma, Nadine, comes in with her one of her grandchildren, and uh, she came in with two grandchildren this time, and little June, I believe, is in first grade. And Nadine, Grandma Nadine, is the most patient, calm, loving grandma mm-hmm. for this craft. I think June must have put on 10 pounds of candy. At least. On her house. Every inch of it was covered. It was covered. It was completely, ridiculously covered. And she just wanted more. And Nadine would say, well, all right. I think there's a little spot right there. I was so afraid that June would like drop it on the way out the door yep. because it was heavy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Boy. it's um just really fun to see. Well, that's a memory. You made a memory mm. with them. And as a grandparent, who doesn't want to do that, yeah. right? Yeah, I would love that. I, w- I would love it too. 
All right. Well, thank you for uh, a year's worth of extra effort on the children's programming. Outstanding. I did just do the statistics, but I'm going to save it for January podcast. How did you do it? Is it okay? I think it's okay. All like, right. Preliminary numbers. Melody, who's on our staff, I delegated that. You know I'm terrible at delegating. It's not your It's not my strength. Thing. Yeah. And, um, it's a really <laughs> important job. But here's something I'm terrible at. I am a bad counter at the door. Mm-hmm. I immediately go into a conversation with someone, Me too. and then I don't mark that they were there. Amy, you're excellent at counting. I try to be really good at it. I'm Melody is at excellent at counting because they're desk people, right? I yeah. feel like I get so distracted. And I'm then, just talking to whoever comes in, and I'm not counting. I'm right. A counter. So I'm going to say that the numbers are definitely lower than they really are because of that, and I'm going to do better in 223. <laughs> Maybe we need right. an electronic counter <laughs> or something at the door. How charming. So. All right, we're moving into That's all the good news from um, the library, okay. and it was a very merry, merry December. Thank you, everybody. Um, but we must know from Amy the best yes. books of 2022. The lists are starting to be published, but are. who cares what the New York Times thinks? we got to know what Amy <laughs> thinks were the best My books. favorites. And yeah. I did see that you posted... On Facebook and Instagram today. Yep, for Dalen Digital Picks. Dalen Digital Picks put out their best of. Um, yeah. So that should go viral any second. Sure. And um, I'm so curious. And we do have our special guest uh, joining us. Did I say it was Mark Slavin? No. Nope. Oh, the yes. police chief is coming <laughs> right. um, at right. 1 o'clock. So yeah, we've, I've got, we've got time. We've got time. Let's yeah. hear about it. Okay. So my, I have, since... Since for Dale, I do the Dale and Digital Picks, and since I have 12 books featured every week on that, my list is not a top 10, it's a top 12, and then I also have a couple honorable mentions too. So, and these are in no particular order. It's not like number one is not my most favorite number book one of the is year. Number one. No. Don't ask me what my favorite book of the year is because I can't have just one, it's too hard because I read too many different genres, and I just I can't pick, I can't pick just one. So, um, I'm just I'm gonna read my list. So, um, my best books of 2022 how high we go in the dark by sequoia nagamatsu shuggy bane by douglas stewart black cake by charmaine wilkerson lessons in chemistry by bonnie garmus unlikely animals by annie hartnett inland by taya obrecht night crawling by Layla motley the shadow of the wind by carlos ruiz zafone The Narrow Road to the Deep North by Richard Flanagan. The Marriage Portrait by Maggie O'Farrell. Signal Fires by Danny Shapiro. And The Lincoln Highway Highway by Amor Tolls. And it's killing me to not talk about all these books. Like, I could spend half an hour. you, Amy. And talk. Yeah. Yeah, it's really Um, hard. All of those books will be in the show notes, so don't worry. You don't have to write them down. I'll be publishing that as part of the post. Yes. And I was excited to see that two of the titles that you mentioned are on the 223 reading list for the Blacks Books Matter book club. Oh, So they're reading yeah. Black Cake mm-hmm. for Janu- er, for February, and Nightcrawling is their January title. Right. So right, right out of the gate. Uh, yep. And we had to wait those were two great ones. for those to be available through mm-hmm. interlibrary loan. So yes. they're more than six months old, but they were just recently published. Right. So. Yeah, Nightcrawling came out in Jan- June, and Black Cake was out, I don't know, 
earlier. So we year, both of those super popular. Lessons yeah. in chemistry just went out oh gosh, to a patron so yesterday. Good. It got checked in mm. and I knew someone would have yep. it on reserve and it did. Yep. So that's going to be a nice Christmas um, read for that person. Yep. And uh, well, thank you for your dedicated reading and then going back and reviewing the list. Mm. The top 12 is important. Oh, and, and I didn't tell you my honorable mention. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, mentions? so these, um, take my hand, which I think was also a black books matter book mm-hmm. for this year by Dolan Perkins Valdez. And then The Five Wounds by Kirsten Valdez Quaid. And then, okay, so actually I guess this maybe is my favorite thing that I read all year. It's a short story. What's it called? I normally don't like short stories. I haven't said the name yet. Um, I normally don't like short stories because they're so short. And then you're like, but no, I want more. But I really tried to like push myself and I read a lot of short stories this year. And Lauren Groff who she's oh, written yeah. she's written a lot of really wonderful books. She's done a couple collections of short stories. Her more recent one is called Florida. And there is a story, a short story in the book Florida called Eye Wall. And I can be comfortable saying that that's my favorite thing I read all year. <gasps> I don't have this book. So no, we don't. We when don't did have it, it publish? Um, I'm not even really sure. I don't even think it was a 2022 book. Sometime maybe 2020, 2019. Right, I will get it in the house um, and yeah. mark the pages. That's so, and yeah. it's a short story. It's people. a short story. No right. excuses. Well, commitment. Easy to read. Yep. Wow. Yep. So that's and so that's everything that I read. All my favorites from this year. And these are not all books that were published this year. Many of these books were published this year, but not all. And then um, I also have my list of things that I'm looking forward to that are coming out in, let's say, mostly the first third to first half of 2023. Okay. If we have if we have time, we, we can do. talk about that too. So I know I've mentioned this one at least two or three other times. Hell Bent by Lee Bardugo. That comes out January 10th. Mm-hmm. That's the sequel to The Ninth House, which came out... Oh, was that 2020, 2019? And it was so good. Um, so this is, I'm really looking forward to that book. And then uh, Grady Hendrick's latest book, How to Sell a Haunted House, that comes out January 17th. Ooh, that sounds like That's you. like thriller, <laughs> horror kind of stuff. Um, very entertaining. Um, Finley Donovan Jumps the Gun, that comes out January 31st. This is the third book in a series can't remember the author's name. It's like El Casamano or something like that. We do not. Okay. But they're on. I've listened to them. On I still have money Overdrive. Um, for the end of this year. So like, okay. it's not yep. coming out till January. But yep, yep. Um, so and those are very entertaining. They kind of remind me of um, Janet Ivanovich's series, the One for the Money series, with where it's What's sort the of like. Um, so that in this series, it's the main character is Finley Donovan. So okay. it's like. Finley Donovan is killing it or something like that. And it's just, she sort of falls into being, I wouldn't really call her officially a detective, but she and her, her nanny slash friend, it's, it's a kooky, crazy story. Um, and they're very entertaining and fun. So it's like a mystery, but it's funny and it's also light. It's not like dark or heavy. I also um, recommend this kicking the off one. the new year with a series because if you get addicted, mm-hmm. right. then you're That'll good to then go. You're good. It'll keep That'll you busy keep through Right. Yeah. So there's there's three books. This, so this is the third book. It's coming out January 31st. Um, Jane Harper latest book is also coming out January 31st that's called Exiles and she wrote The Dry and there's a handful of other books that she's Mm -hmm. written too and this is yep yep and so this is the detective I want to say it's like Alex somebody who was in The Dry she's bringing him back and he's in this book Exiles um, Anne Napolitano, who wrote Dear Edward, she mm-hmm. has a new book coming out March 14th called Hello Beautiful. I kind of loved that book, Dear Edward. Mm. It was short and sweet. 
Yep. Yeah, so I don't even know a thing about it, but I heard, oh, it's Anne Napolitano? Oh, of course, I'm going to put that on my list. Uh, Sarah Penner, uh, who wrote The Lost Apothecary, and I can't think of the name of the other book she wrote. She has a book coming out March 21st called The London Seance Society. So, And then uh, A House with Good Bones by T. Kingfisher. That comes out March 28th. And I had, what's that? It's a great, a great time. A great name, A House with Good Bones. So I had not heard of T. Kingfisher as of like two or three months ago, and I've read, and I, honestly now I'm embarrassed to say I don't know if that's actually even a man or a woman, but mm-hmm. I, think it's a, I think it's a woman. Um, I've read two books by this author and really enjoyed them both, and one was super dark and creepy. It was a retelling of The Fall of the House of Usher. Mm-hmm. And then, I think I mentioned that in a previous mm-hmm. podcast, actually. Yeah. And then I just finished a fantasy book, um, called Nettle and Bone, also by T. Kingfisher. And I really like that, too. Completely different genre, completely different kind of story. So I'm looking forward to see what else they write. And then Kate Morton, who's really well-known for historical fiction, she's got a new book coming out April 11th called Homecoming. Mm-hmm. And then Mary Beth Keene, who wrote Ask Again, Yes, which was one of my favorite oh, books yeah. from, like, gosh, was that 2018? Is that the police officer? Yeah, The two yes. couples? Yeah. Yes. May 2nd. Her new book is called The Half Moon. Ooh, so. you went that far ahead. Yep. All right, yep. there's a lot coming down the pipe. Yep. Um, do you want to brag about how many books you read this year? We were just talking about yeah. it this morning. Yeah. I know you're so disappointed I, with your count. No, no. So I, I, I went in the ballpark. I went, yeah, I went, I went back and looked. I'm, at, I'm currently at 172. <laughs> And I was hoping to get to 175 There's by the time. end of the year. So There's, still time. There's still time. There's still time. I think, I, right, right. I think I'll do it because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in the middle of a book that I'm, of like a print book that I'm reading as well as an audio book. And I'll definitely finish both of those you do audio before the end rapping, of the year. Right, right. So I figure, you know, I mean, it's what, the 21st? So I've got, Plenty of time. I've got nine or 10 days. Like I'll definitely, I'll get to 175. You're averaging sure. a book every two so, and a half days. So that's, easy. Yeah. Easy. I can do it. Congratulations. I can do it. That's amazing. Thank you. That's amazing. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Yeah. Um, audiobooks help and <laughs> Overdrive and, well, we're calling it Libby now. Stop saying Overdrive. Yeah, I know. If you are not spot. borrowing on Hoopla <laughs> and Overdrive, give it a try. Your library right. card gets you access to mm-hmm. free digital streaming yeah, services through the state library. That's Libby. Libby. Right. And then uh, our Hoopla lets you borrow four checkouts four a month, which a is month. one a week right. which is well below your average but that's okay <laughs> i tend to stick with with mm-hmm. well overdrive slash libby i'm sticking with overdrive man i'm sorry that i'm gonna be the one they're gonna have to kick off yeah i'll it, switch to libby when i have to it was malfunctioning last week and i think that was the was. first um i know that they're trying to just the death now right. it's coming i know they're like oh, i you know. want to log in sorry try again yeah. and then it, they really said it's going to disappear in january right i know i know and i yeah. i know i know it's coming but i'm sorry for your loss i'm holding on until the bitter end she had like so. what 200 things on hold wish i list. have 170 something items on my wish list oh. which it will just it will i oh, can open over. libby i can open libby it will migrate. and it's still there but it's just the functionality is very different and it's libby is very i find it to be very visual mm-hmm. and i'm realizing maybe that i'm not as much of a visual person as i thought i need to see the words so that i know what that icon really means Correct. So for some people, that's very comforting and very easy and simple, but it's, I've learned it's not for me. Like I like Overdrive. I and like I like it, it better because so, for me, it's cleaner. I never mastered it's Overdrive very yep. and I never used all its capabilities. Yep. So like, I'm not going to miss 
what I wasn't sure. using. So like I, now I'm like, okay, master Libby, master Libby yep. and yep. get it going. But I do log in um, to Libby first to see like, hey, is it, mm-hmm. is it free here? And then right. I roll over to Hoopla because I know the library gets a charge for mm-hmm. using Hoopla. Right. But it's minor. So, you of know, course. there's a fun tip. Check, check Libby first. Check Libby and then first. roll over to Hoopla. Yep. And then if you absolutely have to, Audible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely have to. But, um, okay. Yeah. Well, congratulations. So there's, there's my list. An awesome list. Did you read any books? <laughs> <laughs> Joanne read two nice. thousand I, children's books. Yeah, I just, I just finished Wings of Fire. <laughs> book one. For my book, book one for my book club uh, today. And actually... Um, I'm glad that I read it because mm-hmm. it is very popular here with kids, and I've never read it, and I didn't want to read it. And you're meeting tonight about I'm meeting it, right? Meeting tonight, and I really liked it. It was very well written and very okay, engaging, so I'm glad. Excellent. No, I'm definitely in the children's book reading mode of right course. now. Amy told me about a book I should read, and I just laughed and laughed because <laughs> there's no time in your for sleep. That you right can't read now. in your sleep. Nope, not right now. But. Um, I am only getting done what is absolutely required of me for my book clubs. Mm-hmm. And I am ashamed of that because I feel like I should be, or maybe people think that we just read for leisure all the time, but yeah. it takes time. So like between the book club titles, I have to do the book club titles. Otherwise mm-hmm. I feel right. shame going to the right. meetings. For and sure. um, my Black Books Matter book club has just been just life changing because of the topics and everything. So like a hundred percent, but I'm always behind. I am always crushing that audio book right into the meeting. Yeah, yeah. An hour before the meeting, which makes <laughs> the conversation great. And then um, my <laughs> family fresh. book club, right? Same thing. I'm just trying to like get it done. And then I have a couple things on the side of the bed that always end up being like bookmarked, bookmarked, mm-hmm, bookmarked. Mm-hmm. So um, I've got yep. three right now and I'm like, all right, I am committing to these three books and they're all really different. So um, two of them you can pick up and put down. And the other one I'm hoping like captures me and then you just never want to put it down. But I heard a, oh, I don't know if it was on a TikTok or a pod. It was a TikTok yesterday. It said, uh, pick something and do it for 18 minutes a day. And then you will master that thing and be better than 90% of the people who never even try it. Right. So they're like, Mm -hmm. so 18 minutes of tennis a day will make you a better tennis player. 18 Mm -hmm. minutes of piano playing. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do 18 minutes of reading no matter what, like even if you you think you don't have time, but you have, you were on TikTok for 18 minutes maybe <laughs> this morning. Like that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. just get that 18 yeah. minutes and then because 18 will turn into two hours if you just commit if, to that. If it's something good. Yeah, yeah. Right? so I'm applying it. I probably should apply it to go for a walk for 18 minutes, but I'm going to apply it to reading. And I, I got to up my numbers. I'm not even okay. close to oh Amy's word. total. Like I'm embarrassed to say how low my count is because it's been a busy year. Uh, it's not an You've excuse. Got a lot on your plate. We, got we've a lot. got to prioritize it though because there's so many books I want to read right now, mm. and um, some of them could be fast. You never know. You never so. know. I'm I'm looking forward to my Christmas Eve book. Who knows what mm-hmm. I'll get? Do you know what it is? Who who no, knows? Lily Lily picks it. Thank so your daughter you. picks Thank your you. book. Thank you, Lily. Yeah. And then do you pick everybody else's book? Um, talk sh- about this tradition okay so it's um an icelandic tradition right um giving books to friends and family books and chocolate on christmas eve perfect and mm-hmm. so we started it years years ago when we heard about it because i thought it was great and um so chris uh, christmas eve morning i will give oh. the um we'll give out the books and chocolate and um Let's see. I picked for Chris and Lily. Chris, my husband, picked for my 
son this year, mm-hmm. and um, Lily will pick for me. Very and nice. so um, that will be really nice. Last year um, she picked a really scary, scary a lot of silence on Christmas mm. Eve when you know it's busy and high energy. Oh, yeah. Just go off into a corner with your chocolate and chocolate. read for a it's little bit. It's just a little bit. Sometimes we're in yeah. the room together, or sometimes it's just you know oh, downtime. Just mm-hmm. downtime. But um, it's a nice. It's nice to know Didn't I have that book. A children's week? book this year that explained that tradition. Did you yes, it's yes. called the Book right. Flood, the book and flood. I'm wondering if someone's checked it out because I bought it. All right, write that down. The book. And flood. I was looking yeah. for it. I yeah. can't remember who the author is, but the book flood. And I looked at it. I didn't realize that's what it was talking about. And I thought, oh, that's weird. And then um, I was in Toadstool again, the one in Peterborough, and um, I was looking at. It. I'm like, oh, ho, ho! They're telling this story. Mm. So, um, I highly recommend yeah. if you haven't got all your presents done, go to a bookstore. There yeah. is something for everybody, everybody. there. And um, I always slide in there last, but I should always go there first. But there's now books are like it's puzzles and just everything, right? Mm-hmm, books mm-hmm. and stationery and girl, right. I got the best Christmas card yesterday. I didn't even know it. So oh. cute. All right, we are going to put a pause on here because don't worry, the police chief is coming and we're not <laughs> okay. in trouble. I haven't done anything wrong. He's going to come. Are you sure? I promise <laughs> I haven't. All right. Well, he says he knows everything, so we're going <laughs> to find out. We'll find out. All right, we're going to put it on pause and be right back with Chief. Slavin. See you soon. Welcome back. We're back with our special guest, Chief Slavin. Yay! Welcome back. Thank Welcome you for having me. Thanks for coming. You are a hard guy to get a hold of. I know. We've tried quite a few times. Had a little scheduling issues. But a little busy. Here I am. You're busy. Um, mm-hmm. I think we tried to get him right when he was appointed as the chief. I know. Too busy. <laughs> meetings, meetings, meetings. Or there was a 911. Saving the mm. town. You can't control again. Yeah. Donkey in the road. I know. <laughs> Pigs lose, donkeys in the road. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're really glad that um, we kept we kept at it to, to get you. So thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. I have a few questions for you before we get to our speed round. So first of all, we'd like to know, how did you land your job in Mount Vernon? Yeah, so... I think it was 2010. Um, I was living in Milford. I really didn't know much about Mont Vernon at the time. Mm-hmm. I, I knew where it was, never driven through it. And I kind of received a phone call out of the blue. I guess my name was recommended to the former chief, Kyle Aspinwall. Mm-hmm. And so I was working New Ipswich PD at the time as a full-time officer. And they needed some shift coverage during some like heavy trial dates, I guess, coming up. And so I just received a random phone call from the chief of police. And he asked if I was interested in taking a job here part-time. And I said, sure, I'll, you know, I'm coming in, I'll talk. And he gave me the address and I showed up at the McCollum building and I thought I was actually in the wrong spot because it was just what? an old, it was an old town, like, you know, schoolhouse. And so I literally had to like, I Googled it to just double check I was in the right area. But I spoke with Kyle at the time and I really liked what he was doing here in the community and the way he ran his police department. So I came here part time and I was here was probably, yeah, what that was, was that? 2010. I you think. were a baby then. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Just so that was that was that your first time driving up to Mount Vernon? Yeah, probably to be honest. Yep. Wow. I lived in Nashville for a long time before I knew that this place yep. existed. Mm-hmm. And then I think probably about seven or eight months later, I was working part time, and Kyle asked me if I was interested in a full time job. Um, and I was a little bit burnt out where I was working, so I think I thought about it for like maybe an hour, and I accepted the job, mm-hmm. and here I am. Wow. 
Oh, that's wonderful. Excellent. I think it's okay. destined to be here. Destined. Yep. So you be, were, were part-time, and then you went to full-time, and then was it just last year be, you became our chief? Yep. So it was October of last year. Mm-hmm. So throughout that time, I was, you know, I started here as a corporal, and I was doing just patrol work, and I became the firearms instructor and the use of force instructor, and then uh, Kevin came here, Kevin Furlong as the chief of police, and promoted me to detective, so I took over all the investigations and did... Uh, the internal affairs investigations, and um, it was pretty busy, to be honest. And yeah, and um, he left in, I think, July. No, it had to be later than that. It was later. September. It was September. And so it was a pretty long process, and yeah, end of October, I was promoted to the chief of police. Well, congratulations. That's wonderful. Now, you have added some new police officers mm-hmm. this year how how many and introduce the staff for us yep so our department consists of four full-time officers so when chief furlong left we had a vacant um position so we promoted one of our part-time officers jason johnson he's a mm-hmm. town resident yep. and he was the director of mac base at the time our dispatch center i didn't and know that yep. he That's was the director <laughs> for a long time and so he was promoted to full-time staff, and he just got out of the police academy mm-hmm. uh, two weeks ago. Oh, um, so we yeah. didn't have him for about 16 weeks. Did we were suffering with very low staff. We were. And uh, he did graduate at the top of his class academically. Mm-hmm. I think out of 65, he was in the top, I think, five or six, wow. uh, which is great. Did you think there was academics? No, oh, there's a lot of academics, yeah. I thought- that's not what I thought happened no. at the police station. Yeah. No, we do it all. We do it. No. The driving, the shooting. Target range. Yeah. Taser practice. No. I don't know. Bad. They think we read, so. <laughs> well, that one. Um, and then, We're so. everyone. We, so then we have Officer Christopher Wolf as one of our full-timers. He's part of the National Guard. Mm-hmm. So we don't have him for a year. He went down to a oh, uh, border mission down in Texas to assist with Fort Patrol. Uh, hopefully... I would like to have him back by the summer, yeah. but um, we haven't heard anything yet. It's an assignment, like yeah, his unit. National Guard calls like calls you up and you gotta go. You have yeah. to go. You do what you gotta do, and um, yeah, we were a little taken back a tad bit when it was a year. We we're hoping to be like you know six weeks, right. but That's it, a long time. yeah, it is what it is. And um, so then we have those four full time officers and me and um, Sergeant Daniel, and then we have Officer Steve O'Keefe, mm-hmm. who's been here for. 20 plus years now, We're another town dead. resident. Mm-hmm. I had no idea he'd been doing it that long. Yeah. Wow. And uh, then we just hired Officer Casey Morgan. Uh, he came to us from the Brookline Police, uh, Police Department. Uh, he's another town resident. We and met him. Oh, yeah. he, he lives in town too. When we were robbing the Mount Vernon Village School after the holiday. <laughs> oh. We were not robbing. It was 9 in the morning. Stealing Sunday, their books. And he pulled up and I'm like, I know this. Oh, you met him. I was already gone. Me carrying mm-hmm. like the Grinch stuff out of <laughs> But I quickly introduced myself. I'm like, honestly, we're not stealing. So I haven't met him yet, mm-hmm. but he lives in town. So we have a couple guys that yeah. live in town. And then we just hired Officer Tyler Swenson. I uh, grew up in Amherst, so he knows his area pretty well. Uh, he's actually out there today on field training. I haven't met him yet. Wait, yeah. who's the guy that came with you uh, under the tent? What's his name? And that's Officer Rapucci. Rapucci so Jerry yeah. Rapucci, yep. He, he retired from patrol with us, but Aww. he still does training. Okay. So he'll come out. We're going to do a lot more community classes next year, and he's going to teach and put on some of those. Uh, but he's out there as a field training officer for Officer Swenson right now. So he doesn't do patrol anymore, but he does assist. So a field officer is going with your... Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a field training officer. He's the one who trains the new guys. I see. 
Mm-hmm. That seems like a that sounds like a good She's idea. She's got twenty five <laughs> plus years experience. She's got a lot yeah. of experience. Yeah, they know everything. And mm. you have a office. Assistant. We have an administrative assistant, um, okay. Laura Freeman. Mm-hmm. Yep, and she's part time with us, but she works Monday through Thursday, usually eight to noon is her hours. Doing the awful paperwork. The, all the billing, the yep. correspondence. She stays busy. Mm-hmm. All our record keeping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how do you like your office space? I wish it was bigger. <laughs> you have a very big bathroom compared to our bathroom. I haven't seen your bathroom. Well, that'll be the tour after. Yep. And then yep. the one minute tour. And then you'll see. Um, well, my dream is that, you know, if we move up the library, ever gets built, then we'll just move the clerk right over here, Belinda. That'd be great. Be in here, and then guess what you get? <laughs> I'll take McCullen Building, please. Building. Yeah. It's a beautiful building. Yeah, and one of the problems we face is we don't really have privacy at the police oh. station. Yeah. So we have to interview a lot of different types of people. Uh, whether it be victims, suspects, whatever it may be. And we don't have a sound separation between the public and the police department. So that's one of the reasons we're really pushing for our own space. Um, you know, Is there an was... office back there? When I go and mm-hmm. talk to you, not that my feelings are hurt, but you've never invited me in, really. <laughs> Well, so it's right there. there. Yeah. Like a, mm-hmm. We got COVID regulations. No. Yeah. Um, we have, I have an office and then we have like a patrol area in the back for the patrol guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's, there's not. There's an interrogation room back there, right? We do have a booking room. Or not a booking room. Not sorry. Inter- interview room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know that. So the interview room is off the side. If you go into the McCollum building, the door right to your left is our interview room. So we have to have an interview room, interview room that comes out to the public because it has to stay unlocked. And that kind of poses some of the problems when the town clerks and office are in session because we have lines of people out there yes. and we could be oh. talking about sensitive stuff and oh, dear. there's no real sound separation. I'm cheering for you to get all in the McComb building because I saw the plans originally that had like, uh, do you need a room for weapons that's secure, that the yep. public cannot access? And also there was an idea that, not a gym, but like a place for you to yep. get uniforms and everything. So it just made sense that the whole building would be secure. Well, right now we have Maybe the evidence. Maybe the Sally Port, but that was, that was another idea. Like yep. you don't think about how the cars are just parked right out there in the open. Right. And maybe they shouldn't be, or you're bringing someone in mm-hmm. and they should go around the back. Right? Yeah, and one of the problems we face is we don't have a booking room. So when we do have an arrest... We have to either go to Amherst PD or Milford, which keeps our officer out of town for, you know, one to two hours booking them. Mm-hmm. And so what the Sally Port would do is kind of bring the officer into a secure area with the cruiser, and then they'd be able to walk the person into the booking room. So future plans yeah. that we could be able to book in our own area. That's ideal. That'd be mm-hmm. great. Right. Yeah. Here's a question, because the fire truck just went by. Do you go to every fire call also? So we didn't go to the one today. It was just a CO2 detector went off. Oh, okay. But we'll go to most. We're the first on scene. Because okay. we're driving around. Uh, same as medical calls. We'll, go, we'll be the first on scene for those as well. And traffic, too, sometimes. When there's um, somebody, like, doing the lines. like. Um, oh, yeah, for the, police details. Yep. Right. Yep. So there's usually somebody there, too. Correct. Okay, you are guys busy. And here's a question. Um, you talked the last department head meeting, I believe, about mental health awareness mm-hmm. training with your national police agenda. Would you like to... Yeah, so, on that? Well, that was my question. Yep. Is it national or is this something that just New Hampshire's so, doing? Yeah, we have switched over to the 988 system. Mm-hmm. So if you're dealing with anything from suicidal ideations to going through some type of crisis, you can call 988 instead of 911. Mm-hmm. And our area will get you connected with the Greater National Mental Health Center. And what they can do is they can assemble a team. And it's usually with a trained clinician and a counselor or two counselors. And they'll come right on site and speak with you. So prior to that, 
you would call 911, a police officer would show up. And what would happen for years is if someone has, say, suicidal ideations, we would send them by ambulance to the hospital, to the emergency department, and that's probably not the place for them. They need to really get treatment and help where they're at in their home in their you know comfortable spot. And especially right now, the emergency departments are full and they don't need to be in the hallway for a day or two, yeah. you know, waiting for help. So they'll send a clinician right on site. They'll get them connected with the right therapists, um, referrals, treatment plans, and it keeps the police kind of out of it a little bit more. Um, if we do- We're not trained for that. So no, we're not. And right now our officers are trained uh, through CIT training, which is the crisis intervention team training. So we are trained to a certain extent, but we're not therapists, we're not clinicians. Right. We don't have that. So prior to this, years ago, we would show up, we'd try to give advice and send them to the hospital and the hospital's really not set up for that. And so they would either be out in two days and a lot of times, if they're going through a real bad crisis, they'd be released and they'd get, end up getting in trouble in the city of Nashville or Manchester. and. Um, they had to get put through the criminal justice system. And yeah. we kind of looked at that and realized that's the last place someone needs to, or somewhere need, someone doesn't need to be in jail who's having a mental health episode. Mm -hmm. And um, so yeah, the 988 system is kind of what you call now. And um, that is nationwide. Uh, but we here locally use the Greater National Mental Health Center as our like regional um, program. So you say a team comes. Yep, so and they come out of the Greater Nashua area. Okay. So the problem that we kind of faced a little bit was when this first implemented, and it's only about six months old, so right. it's still new. Right. Um, I didn't know about 988. Yeah. I heard about it on NPR, and my question is, you know, everybody knows about 911 mm -hmm. because we've had it for so long. Yep. So how are we going to learn about 988? Like if I were having is a it crisis. Nine or 988? It's 988. So if I were having a crisis or I saw someone having a crisis and I didn't know about that number and I called 911, mm -hmm. could they call the right people? So what generally happens when you call 911, we're going to show up uh -huh. first and then we will call, we have a direct line to Greater Nashville. So it just kind of circumvents 988. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll get them connected to the right people. It just takes extra, extra I just, step. I just wonder how long before yeah, I, that There has is. been a push for advertising for 988 I don't think it's been as good as it should be and mm -hmm. we should probably do some more at the police department level too um, but maybe posters yeah exactly mm -hmm. so I think it's just a new program and they're still rolling out the kinks mm -hmm. but it's, it's a great program and it's a great tool to utilize right I just wonder I you know wonder how long before it becomes like a the norm. normal yep absolutely Educate. that's great all right so um thanks for that what are your most the most calls you get what's both the um, topic yeah I think it depends on the season. Mm -hmm. uh, summertime, Ooh. it seems we get more dog complaints than anything. Barking, Barking dogs, dogs, loose dogs. dogs. Uh, we do receive a lot of calls for that, um, which is fine. I love tiny friends. I know. Yeah. No, no, no. There's a dog barking. There's a dog. <laughs> we do have some loose livestock that gets loose. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it's it a stuff. donkey recently yeah. and a pig. Yep. There was a pig. We had a pig. Oh, low like, and slow is what pig I Pig in the road. Pig. Does it have a pig have a name? I don't know. It, it is low. kind of he comical. Is we had one that got out over a misfit, uh, misfit farm over there. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because I had to walk the pig down the street. And I could see all the jokes <laughs> right away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, please don't up on like the chatter like, with a picture. You've had all kinds. You've had goats in your cars before. Yep. Made national headlines with that one. That was years ago. So, and yep. donkeys, goats. Okay. Right. My kids were in college. 
and like the foul chatter from college, right? And they would literally show the Mount Vernon chatter post to their roommates and stuff because it's very comical, right? If you're from New York City, it's not quite often there's a take. The, the one room. with uh, <laughs> roommates are like, where do you live? Like, yeah. This is a nine one one. The one with the goat that we posted years ago, um, we were receiving phone calls from all over the country from news outlets that wanted to run the story. And uh, we actually received a couple of phone calls from across the pond as well, from like England, um, new, like news agencies. I think it I would make a great children's book. I always tell yeah. you that. You could write it. You could illustrate it. We yeah. could be done here. You could have your news. I'm in. We could be Loyalties. Well, I mean, th- you do a lot of um, really feel-good uh, segments with with the town, I mm-hmm. think. I think that too. Um, I you go to school a lot. You in the lunchroom. Yeah, where you, you do the dare the lunch. program. Yeah. Uh, you do the is it called Good Morning Mount Vernon? Correct. Yep. Oh, and talk so about talk that about that. So that's more for our elderly residents, and it's great for people who live by themselves. So mm-hmm. what they do is every morning between like 8 and 10.30, they'll call in with us to just check in oh, and make they sure they're all you. set. They call us. Why did I think it was the other one? Yeah. I did too. I don't know. Yep. So they call us and if we don't receive the phone call, we'll call them. And if they don't pick up, we'll go right to their house to make sure they're all set. And all they say is good morning. Yep. Just talk with Laura in the morning. Mm-hmm. Do a little chit chat. And um, yeah, and if, you know, we've had times where people fell and they weren't able to get to the door or to the phone. And so we showed up and we were able to assist them. But it's a great tool for the elderly person who is a little uncomfortable living by themselves and doesn't want to go to assisted living. I understand like everyone wants their independence. Um, But it's a great tool. Just call every morning. And, you know, if they don't call, it's not a big deal. We'll send an officer on. Just swing by. Yep. Take a quick drive out. How early can you like say, like when I'm old and you have the service for me, I don't want to be, I don't want you to wake me up. Yep. What if I have so, late night? Yeah. yeah. Uh, usually by 1030, we, we ask for the right. phone call and then we'll send an officer out around then. All right. 1030, 1030 11. That, that does seem fair. Because if you're hungover and you're not at each other, they should come anyway. I didn't say hungover. Wake you up all hungover. I did not say that. Mr. Wayne, here's <laughs> We can, well, we I love can do that, that program. Yeah. I love that program, and yeah, I'm sure that the people really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Well, thank you for all the things you do to keep us safe. Are you ready for our speed round? A little nervous. Don't be Let's frightened. Go. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ring the bell. What are you currently reading? Uh-oh. So I'm 99% through. I have like oh. 20 pages left, but I'm a Michael Crichton fan. Okay. Um, so I grew up reading a lot of his books. I like, you know, Congo Sphere, um, Andromeda Strain. For the third time over now, I'm reading Jurassic Park. Ooh. It's, I think everyone loves the movie, you know, mm-hmm. but What's the different? book is so much darker and it's, it's awesome. It, and it's so a great like book. And so you like to reread? I do. And that's probably... I, I do too. Yeah, I, I don't reread too while, much. But, mm-hmm. um, one of my problems with books is if you don't capture me within the first 30 pages, yeah. I just discard it. And... Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a big fan of an author named J- uh, Jack Carr, and he wrote The Terminalist. You know that? I've, I've heard it often. Yeah, so there's an Amazon it. show right now featuring Chris Pratt called The Terminalist, and that's what the book series is based off of. You kind of look like Chris Pratt with red hair. Okay, I'll or take for it. my audience, Could be worse. he's a ginger, yep. just mm-hmm. so you know. Mm-hmm. He can't miss him. No. You have a little Chris Kringle youth look, too. The youth. Okay. <laughs> the youth. People say that to you? No. I mean, that's new. He probably doesn't even know the movie. Do you know that one? Yeah. The Year Without, the year without a, Santa a Santa Claus? It's been a while. But I've, <laughs> you got I've the seen beard, it. You got the... I thought that was a dead giveaway. No, I haven't yeah. got that one yet. I've got a lot yeah. of others. Will right. you watch it tonight? That's your assignment. Deal. <laughs> what are you most proud of this year for the Mount Vernon Police Department? 
Okay, I put that question because we have to write our town report submission, mm-hmm. but I think yours is more technical. Like, you don't get to write the fun stuff, where mine's like three paragraphs about all the good stuff at the library. Yeah, we do, the you know, our part in the town, uh, the town report. Um, I am probably most proud of the changes that we did in the, you know, the mental health sector of our police department, getting everyone trained in the CIT, switching over to the 988, using, you know, we set up meetings with the greater uh, Nashua mental health team and just making that change over the last couple of years, especially this year, was huge. You know, we do end up with a lot of mental health calls. Not that I want to keep harping on this. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that it's change important. alone, I think, was huge for the police department and for the town residents experiencing some type of crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, that and to be f- almost fully staffed, that's a huge one because we were short staffed for a while. Mm-hmm. Your was, summer was hell. It was, yeah, <laughs> well, long and summer. before that, too, with COVID, mm-hmm. you guys were really short staffed working Really long hours. Yep, we had our uh, 20-hour shifts that we were rolling. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm hoping that we're out of that. Agreed. We're out of that. We're out of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one's hard. You ready? What's your favorite Christmas cookie? <laughs> I'll have to go just with the, the general gingerbread cookie. Really? It's, it's fun to make. It's uh, we decorated it with the kids. Classic. Have you made your show? We did. Oh, we have to do our house still. We do house as the family, like a little gingerbread house. But uh, we did How the old cookies. Are your kids? Uh, so I have three daughters, uh, 18, Lucky. 16, and seven. 18, 18 year olds living in Nashville in an apartment. But yeah, got the 16 year old and seven year old. Okay. So they still enjoy the cookie making. Sure, those are yeah. fun ages. Do you bring them up to Mount Vernon for any of our town activities? Uh, so they were at the gala a couple times, mm-hmm. Lampson Farm Day. Uh, they did not do the Christmas tree lighting the last two years, mm-hmm. doing sports and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we try to come up for all the different events. How do they feel about Harry Potter? <laughs> Asking uh, for a friend. My 18-year-old's obsessed with Harry Potter. Ooh. She was reading the books at like She's six years club. old. Well, yeah. maybe. Maybe she'd like to do a little community yep. service in April. I think my seven-year-old is a tad bit scared of it when we watch the whole series Seven. over. Oh, he's yeah. young. He's young. That's, that's young. Uh, my 16-year-old, she likes it. She's not obsessed with it like the 18-year-old. But mm-hmm. I have one who never even read it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. two passion and one out. So yeah. it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. It's all right. He'll read it later. All right. Do you have a secret talent? Oh, I can't wait So I had to think about this one for a minute. Um, I'm actually pretty good at skateboarding. So what? I you grew up. Uh, yeah, I could do uh, quite a few. Yeah. So oh, I started skateboarding at like. Great entry. Great entry. Yeah. That's a lot of. <laughs> of the police officers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that'd be comical. Yeah. I mean, if I was chairing the parade. But even when I was like 16 years old, my, my dream was to be like a professional skateboarder. That no, was what sir. I wanted. I had long hair. I had everything. Yeah. This is why we asked the question. Yeah. Wow. So I, I took quite a few years off. I remember I was like 24. I was a police officer. I ended up rolling my ankle pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I probably should hang this board up because I'm kind of a professional now and mm-hmm. can't be calling my chief be like, hey, I'm out for six weeks because of skateboarding. Right. And uh, but my 16 year old just kind of got into it, so we went out and bought skateboards, and we skateboarded in our driveway, and Super fun. I remembered a Did bunch of my old tricks. No, nothing like that. <laughs> uh, that's still too big for me. We do flat ground stuff. Milford? The skate park. Yeah. I actually grew up skateboarding there. Oh, I haven't right, been back since you, then, but so you don't. Do you live in M- Milford? Anymore? I do live in Milford. It's funny mm-hmm. if a police officer shows up in full gear, just start skateboarding with those punks. Oh, well, what's fun is like I see every once in a while kids will be skateboarding at like the village school parking lot or even the post office, 
And Even I'll, with the do not do that. Yeah, sign. yeah. And I'll ask them, like, hey, do you mind if I try a couple of tricks? And they'll be like, no way, can you kickflip? And I'll right. kickflip for a second try. And it's, it's cool for the kids. That's a good secret. Yeah. Um, that is very good very to be able secret. to. That might be our yeah. best secret channel so far. I know. I so. I That's good. <laughs> All right, this one, this one, I think I already know the answer. Bonnie asked this question. Yeah, you don't know. Do you really want to get out of your car in the cold? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, anytime, well, I mean, I've never been pulled over. But if I was and it was cold, I think he doesn't really want to get out of the car. This is going to be so quick. Oh, I know. Rainstorms. Right? The cold. Yeah, no, I'd rather stay in my cruiser. It's nice and warm, dry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Do you have a favorite spot to hang out? For I watching? do. <laughs> I'm going to guess. I, yeah. I have a couple of guesses, I know. What's the I guesses? Don't... Well, the creepy um, Horton Pond is super tricky, right? Because mm-hmm. you can be deep in there and no one sees you, and everyone speeds on that dip because it's a downhill yep. or it's an uphill. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a moneymaker. You do get a lot of people on their <laughs> cell phones there, too. Yeah, that's a oh. yeah. They didn't see us, so that's what... It's easy to go fish. It's one of my spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. People are and so bad with the cell I thank you for turning a blind eye when I drive by. <laughs> I like, see you all the time. I, I know, and I'm like, white car, white car. Yeah. You're kind of fast. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a... Mm-hmm. No, I, my two spots are by the cemetery. There's mm-hmm. a pole there, like right by the gate, mm-hmm. and the bottom of the hill. Yep, mm-hmm. we get a lot of complaints for the speeding on the hill, and that's where we probably it's get most hard. of our accidents. Well, you have yeah. to like ride the brake. You do. Yeah, going down the whole mm-hmm. hill. Yeah, it's not great. But um, I haven't noticed it lately. But when my kids were small enough to ride the bus, we would be out there in the dark on the porch waiting. In fact. You sat on the porch with me one time. We had a fire, uh, a, a fire alarm yep. situation yep. our first year. Um, Speaking of coming over too early, but um, <laughs> that was early. But um, we'd sit there. I'd sit there waiting for the bus, and you can see the people driving because it's dark, and you see them clear as day on their cell phone, mm-hmm. right in our main street all the time. Mm. It's yep. terrible. That's why I do like that spot in Horton Pond, because mm-hmm. I can back up just enough where they can't see me, and they'll be on their cell phones. And You heard it here on the podcast. Yeah. Open warrant. Don't yeah, drive get there. Off, get off of that phone. Are you allowed about. to park in private driveways and get yes. people? Yes. I mean, we usually ask for, permit, for permission. Right. There's no law that says we can't so and pull over a car. So if you're at one Coggins Way, mm-hmm. is that a driveway, or is that... That's a driveway. Yeah, because yep. that's right by Horton Pond, too. I feel like that's mm-hmm. a tricky spot. Mm-hmm. I see you a lot down, so I live way out, I drive all the way into New Boston to mm-hmm. go to my house, loop back into Mount Vernon, so way out the Francis Town Turnpike, almost at the New Boston Town Line, there's that field that's owned by Roger Pinchard, mm-hmm. and there's like the little sort of pool around, yep. and I love it when someone is tailgating me, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I hope to God, I'm going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, tailgating is polite or rude. I, I would say very, very rude, rude on the rude category. Or, or the other thing that happens sometimes is people will be speeding, and they'll come up, and they'll tailgate me, and then they'll fly by me. And I think, oh, yeah, I hope this is your day. There's going to be a police officer waiting <laughs> up the road there, and pull you over because the speed limit's, what, 35? Yeah. Yeah. So. That's yeah. An, not to keep saying the Horton Pond spot, but it's so hidden that people aren't high-beaming each other and everything else. No. So we get people passing each other in double yellows that there. That To high-beam? High Kind of, yes. Mm-hmm. It's failure to dim your lights mm-hmm. is the, the statute. I see. Yeah. Oh. Don't speed. And you, don't, you know how what? many flashlights? You, you don't know that. No. She doesn't do it. Oh, I guess I'm not. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, so you go by a police officer. You see him. Someone's oh, coming towards you. You're like, hey, to say that. You flash the lights. Yeah. yeah. I will flash a light if there's something in the road 
that you should be careful of, like a, deer. a moose or something, <laughs> or a turkey, bunch of turkeys. We endorse that. That's great. Uh -huh. We don't endorse, we endorse notifying. But no, people have, done that. people have done that to me, okay. sure. And yeah. I'm like, oh, what am I looking for? And it's usually a heater. Okay. Mm. Oh, that's what my brother-in-law calls you. A heater. Heater. I've never heard that's that awful. before. Is it? A heater. So is what we call no, it. No, you put on the heat. Okay. I haven't heard that one. It's my brother-in-law. He's got little names for everything. Call him the po my house calls him the Popo. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. In That's code, a... they say Popo on Francis' town. <laughs> oh, you're warning each other. Okay. <laughs> right, <no. laughs> Save me some insurance money, don't put me over. <laughs> um, okay, last question for me. Oh. Um, Main Street mm -hmm. is desperate to get the traffic to slow down. What are your strategies for what Main Street to slow down? What happened to our, our little... Um, Crosswalk? Our little guy. Our little... I don't know what it's called. The sun in, in the, the middle of the road? The little sign. It got hit. Yeah. In Wilton, they've got it it's stuck right in the ground, and that's Ooh, what I'd like it to be stuck right in the in. ground. Ooh. Yes. Because you shouldn't be going that fast on, yeah. on my The road. goal is for the summertime, we have the speed signs, mm -hmm. uh, the one, the fixed ones. So uh, we're changing some of the locations. We're going to have a fixed speed sign coming into town mm -hmm. on both sides mm -hmm. and displaying the speed and the speed limit. And um, that was the goal this Digital summer coming up. But... Slow down, sucker. Right? Or like, <laughs> slow yeah, down, yeah. slow down. But it's slow usually down. like kind of out of town. Well, like it's on Main Street, but. So the ones that we're going to be putting up. A little bit closer. Right now, we can't put them up in the winter because the yeah. cold kind of kills the batteries. Mm -hmm. But in oh, the summertime, we're going to put them up on both sides. What we kind of saw, we did a lot of heavy traffic enforcement there. Most of the people speeding weren't from the area. No, they, they had no idea. Either. I mean, they just weren't paying attention to the speed limit signs. So it's a good reminder that you need to slow down, yeah. especially when it's a flashing light. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to be the goal for the summertime this year. I do it in Francistown because they have a 30 mile an hour too. Mm -hmm. And you're flying 45, whatever it is. Uh, but they'll ticket. So then, like, the rumor is, like, oh, don't speed in Francistown. You're going to get a ticket. You're going to get a ticket. You know, they mm -hmm. have a reputation for ticketing. But you don't have a reputation for ticketing. But if you pull over people enough, Right. Well, I mean, they'll get this, the hint. They'll yeah. get the hint. This little town has a lot of children in it. Oh, yeah, this little drag right here. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, and some elderly people. We have a little, a little friend that uh, was nearly plowed down right there by where there is. You know, what else we have is a children's librarian who walks from her house oh, to work with it. no sidewalk. I'm like, please do not. <laughs> so no, my I husband tries to plow, tries to um, snow blow mm -hmm. from my house to here. It's hard to keep that up though. If, oh, it's, if it's a certain, mm -hmm. yep. if it's a certain kind of storm, you, you just can't. Yeah. And yes, um, our first snowstorm on Friday, I was Walking home in the road in the dark in my black Maybe we furry go, like, coat. Maybe a zip line, and it will just go <laughs> like, back right by Rogers. But walking to work on Friday, oh, I got splashed. I'm sorry. It was awful. Hopefully accidental. No. I'm sure it was. Yeah. But Can you start an investigation? We got it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> right, right, right. Cool camera footage. Well, all gosh, right. we're so happy right. that you came. It was hard. It was hard yes. to get you, but we understand yeah, you. Yeah, And in all seriousness, um, Kevin once told me he's like, "You have no idea what happens in this town," and I'm like, "I want to keep it that way." Yeah, right? we don't mm. know. I want to feel like this is the safest place on earth because it feels that way, and you keep the secrets of why it's not the safest place. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I feel safe, mm -hmm. and um, and I hope very much that you feel um, the appreciated the appreciation and admiration from the town. Absolutely. Right, you're yeah. doing such a good job that it's like, you know, it seems like you're not doing anything, but you are, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Well, it, it doesn't, like, well. We know yeah. he's doing stuff. We do know. We're busy. 
Yeah. We stay busy. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Have a happy right. holiday. Merry Christmas. Enjoy yes. the children. Thank you. And um, hopefully you get a present. Right? And yeah. a Christmas bonus, right? We all got one. Oh, yeah. What'd you get? Did you left oh, at the town? the party. You left I, the party. Yeah, I had a call to go to. I got... Um, what did I get? I got two nips. I, I got, got nips, too. Oh, a whiskey. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I got a maker's mark. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That All right, Merry fun. Christmas, everyone. Um, have a safe and happy holiday. See you next and year. we'll be back in January with new books and new guests. And merry, merry. Merry, yes, merry. Thanks for everything. Bye. Bye. See you next year.